the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The hubris and arrogance on display today in a press conference where Columbus Public Health Commissioner Makisha Roberts, Franklin County Public Health Commissioner Joe Mazzola, and a bunch of doctors from Ohio's, uh, rather from Columbus's um, major hospital systems, uh, this display of uh, tyranny uh, has uh, sparked a reaction here on the Bruce Hooley Show, 844-TALK-989 is our number, 844-TALK-989. I reached out to a uh, friend of mine who is uh, a physician, and uh, he uh, looked at the same uh, reporting on today's press conference that I did. He listened to many of the same comments by the same doctors. And he said this, I'm not sure where... Uh, They get off trying to lecture people about their moral responsibility, much less proclaim that wearing a piece of cloth over your face is part of it. It betrays a pretty poor understanding of human nature, especially for a physician, to think that browbeating people and implying they're moral is somehow going to get them to do what you want. Yeah, we're going to talk about little tiny compromises and the journey far from where you intend to be and how you get there. But first, we continue our call with Adam, who was patient enough to hold on through the break. If you have a comment, you're free to uh, reach out, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Adam, uh, I apologize for interrupting you, but we have a hard break at the top, and I was no way to avoid it. Not a problem. So I was just reviewing that medical providers that we've all had the hepatitis B vaccine, we normally get our titers drawn to see whether or not we responded. I didn't respond on my first dose, and so it took subsequent doses. When we received the COVID vaccine, there was no titers drawn, and even after people who have been diagnosed, whether it be symptom-based or from a positive test of various sources, also are not routinely having titers drawn. So we don't even know that our bodies are responding and creating the antibodies, and then they're wanting to force the vaccines on people. I just, to me, boggles my mind that we're not treated like any of the other viruses. No, you're just you're just supposed to believe what they tell you. I mean, you just are. And here's a question. And the the news media is reporting on this. First of all, I will say, in my career as a journalist, a lot of it was in sports, but I did some hard news too. And I will admit that the medical field requires a certain amount of understanding of the nuances of science, which was a weak spot of mine, and of public health. But there are a couple questions that a dumb sports writer, a dumb sports broadcaster, 
a fledgling news talk broadcaster, knows are germane to this topic. One is, what is the impact of natural immunity produced by COVID infection and recovery? It's never asked. It's rarely discussed. Number two, how long do these vaccines provide immunity against infection? Is it entirely possible that the Delta variant of the vaccine is, quote, scare quotes, as infectious as chickenpox? Because a lot of people were vaccinated in February, March, and April. And now we are three, four, five months out from that date. And the vaccine's efficacy is not the same as it was originally. Is that entirely possible? I know I've seen headlines about booster shots being needed. So those are questions that are not asked. And those are questions and issues that are not addressed by all our most learned medical people who instead tell us that we're bad people if we don't put masks on our kids. And we're bad people if we don't protect other people by getting vaccinated ourselves, even though we may have natural immunity produced by contracting COVID and recovering from COVID. Let's talk with Mike in Granville. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Hey, Bruce. Thank you very much. Great show as always. Real quick, um, this whole thing, the tsunami of uh, people saying that you need to get the vax, get the vax. My parents, God love them. Um, They're uh, elderly, but they're great health. One's in a wheelchair. Um, The other one is a caregiver. They're now getting to the point of shaming me uh, into getting the Mm. vax. Uh, this is where we're going to with this, right? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you that, heard it that's today. That's what this whole thing was about today, shaming you. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. I was, I've been at work. Yeah. So I'm just at it. And uh, second uh, one that you haven't talked about, maybe touched upon, yes, no, the moratorium on uh, rent and uh, mortgages. This is going to make 08 and 81 look like a day at the park. Yeah. It well, really, that's really, really is. That's where I'm going next. Are you? Have you been impacted by that as a landlord? Oh no, 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 no! I'm not. I actually work for uh, a fairly large cable company. Okay. And um, well, but here's the thing, Mike. This is here's why this is a big deal. And so, uh, yeah, I do want to talk about this. I want to link these two things up because they seem to be completely disparate stories, right? What does what does a moratorium on evictions have to do with vaccines? It's the same phenomenon at work okay the ends justify the means you've heard that a lot in your life right the ends justify the means i often talk about because we have a democratic administration now the failures of democratic policies but we have democratic actions happening now in the case of this eviction moratorium, an overstepping of the bounds allowed by the Constitution, where uh, an unelected bureaucrat, Rochelle Walensky of the CDC, is signing eviction moratoriums. Uh, Rochelle Walensky, as far as I know, is not given any constitutional power 
to sign any legislation, yet she is signing this kind of legislation because she gets to decide where there are high COVID rates and where there are not high COVID rates after Joe Biden overstepped the bounds of the Constitution to determine that, well, we're going to put in a eviction moratorium even though it's not constitutionally legal. He as much as said that in this comment just a couple of days ago. Whether that option will pass constitutional measure with this administration, I can't tell you. I don't know. There are a few scholars who say it will and others who say it's not likely to. But at a minimum, by the time it gets litigated, we'll probably give some additional time while we're getting that $45 billion out to people who are, in fact, behind in the rent and don't have the money. So the translation there is, I'm pretty sure this isn't constitutional, but it's going to take it a long time to get to the courts. And so I'm going to do what I want to do until the courts tell me I can't do it. By the way, among those legal scholars who say you can't do that is the U.S. Supreme Court, which ruled on this exact issue this past summer. Now, what does this have to do with vaccine mandates? Well, vaccine mandates are for your own good. You don't want to die, do you? You don't want to infect grandma, do you? So we're going to make you get a vaccine. We're going to shame you into getting a vaccine. We're going to tell you you can't serve in the military. You can't be a federal employee. You can't work for Ohio Health. You can't work for the Wexner Medical Center. You can't work for Nationwide Children's if you don't get a vaccine. Well, you can, but we're going to make your life a living hell. We're going to test you several times a week, and we're going to put the scarlet letter on you as an anti-vaxxer. Don't worry, it won't affect your promotions, won't affect your job performance rating. Ah, wink, wink. Right? And on the eviction moratorium, eh, you know, it's a good thing. Besides, you know, if I let it lapse, then AOC and Cori Bush, two nasty, loud, scary congresswomen, will make it tough for me as president if I'm Joe Biden. These same kinds of compromises were made, regrettably, although I understood the reasoning at the time and was even in favor of it at the time. But now, given the perspective of 20 years of hindsight, all the things that we compromised with the Patriot Act were a really bad idea. Because how do you think we got to the point where your text messages and all your private information is now for sale? How do you think you gave up a bunch of freedoms that you'd love to have back because they flew planes into the World Trade Center and in order to stop that from ever happening again, I'm not a bad person, sure, I got nothing to hide. And this is how it always is. This is how it always is. The journey away from where you want to be, standing on principle, following the Constitution that makes it inconvenient to impose vaccine mandates. Can't go in a restaurant in New York without a vaccine. Can't go to a gym in New York without a vaccine. Can't institute a, an eviction moratorium. Can't force evil landlords not to collect rent. Doing that legally is inconvenient and hard for a reason. To stop little tiny steps over the line that eventually lead you 
way past the line. It's not any different than in our personal lives, right? Most people who embezzle money from companies don't start out and say, we had some really lax security there in our accounting department. I could probably embezzle, you know, two, three, four hundred thousand dollars. Nobody would ever notice it. No, it starts out with somebody going, I don't have enough money for my electric bill this week, or I'd really like that pair of Nikes. There's like sixty bucks in a cash drawer. They're never gonna miss it. And I'll pay it back next week. And you intend to, and you don't. And then it's 80 more, and then it's 100 more, and then it's 200 more. And it gets easier the longer you do it, just like it gets easier at the office when you tell your secretary that your wife doesn't understand you. And you don't mean for it to lead to a hotel room and infidelity, but in the intervening weeks and months, you confide a lot more in her, she confides a lot more in you, and shocker of shockers, you understand each other a lot better than your spouses do. And something that started out as, you know, it's a good thing to have somebody who can hear me out on things and provide a buffer between me and my spouse. Those little tiny steps of taking somebody into your confidence where they don't belong and should never be lead you to a place that you never wanted to go. Now, the difference with Joe Biden is he definitely wants to go where he's going. He definitely wants to rule your life and control your life. And so does AOC, and so does Cory Bush, and so do the rest of the members of the squad. And it's becoming increasingly aware, uh, increasingly obvious to me that so do these healthcare professionals. So does Anthony Fauci. So does Rachel Walensky. So does Hal Paz at the Wexner Medical Center. And yes, so does Mike DeWine. So an earlier caller said, I don't know what we're going to do. Well, the Bible tells us what to do. In Ephesians 6.10, it says, stand firm. Just stand. Just say no. No, because every time you let them go one more tiny step farther, you got a lot more steps to make up to get back to the line where things belong. So that's why no is the answer on things of personal conscience to you, whether it's in your marriage, in your business, in your own integrity and character, or whether it's with your own medical situation, you make the decision. You have personal autonomy. People fought for that. People died for that. People bled for that. And if you give that up, just know that you're not giving up a tiny step. You're giving up a part of the journey to a place that's going to be a lot harder to come back from. I suppose I was remiss in that I never did tell you that the upshot of the lecture downtown today with Columbus and Franklin County public health officials and area hospital honchos uh, convening to wag their finger at you about putting your kids in masks indoors in schools and telling you to get vaccinated is that they are urging residents with a mask advisory. Uh, They cannot issue a mask mandate. Their hands are tied, and so they are issuing a mask advisory. Um, So that's worth absolutely nothing, unless you value their opinion, which I don't. Um, 
But if you uh, want to know, yes, they are recommending you wear masks. I certainly hope the school that my daughters are going to attend uh, will not bend to this. Uh, But I know a lot will. Uh, Worthington schools will require students in kindergarten through eighth grade to wear masks. And strongly recommend, but not require, masks for high school students. Okay, so help me with the logic on that. (laughs) Can anybody help me with the logic on that? Like, I'm sure the logic is, well, kids can't get vaccinated up through eighth grade, so we're going to make them wear masks. So uh, it's very possible that there are seventh and eighth graders, 12 and 13, who've been vaccinated. They have to wear masks. Why do they have to wear masks? High school kids can be vaccinated. doesn't mean they are. They won't require masks for high school students, and they won't require proof of vaccination. It's kabuki theater. It's virtue signaling. Nothing more. Uh, Worthington goes back to school on August the 18th. Westerville and Gahanna schools are also requiring masks. Stupid. There, I said it. Stupid. Alarmist. Dumb. You're damaging kids. Columbus City Schools, but they long ago let you know that they don't care a thing about the kids in their district. Otherwise, they wouldn't be fighting legally against school choice. They'd be working on beefing up instruction and not driving kids crazy with a dumb mask mandate that'll probably keep a lot of kids from going to school, which means a lot of those kids won't get fed because two of their meals every day probably come at school, and if they aren't at school, they're not going to get fed. Uh, Bexley will make their announcement on August the 9th. Canal Winchester, masks optional. Dublin, masks not required. Everybody's required to wear a mask on a bus, which is stupid as well. Uh, Southwestern City Schools, masks recommended but not required. That's your fail-safe, people. All you administrators that want uh, authority and no responsibility, there's your out. Say, we recommend masks, but we don't require it. And then if you're a mask frady cat and somebody who believes masks work, which they have not been proven to work at all, well, then you're covered. Oh, we we recommended it, but we didn't require it. And if you are somebody who is terrified, then put on your mask and stay at home and get in your closet and have yourself a big old time. Uh, Judge Ted Barrows of Franklin County Municipal Court is a good man. He announced today that based on an appeals court decision last month, Franklin County Municipal Court will not pay any attention to the ridiculous eviction moratorium that the CDC imposed on Tuesday. No, you did not hear me misstate that. The CDC, the Center for Disease Control, imposed an eviction moratorium on Tuesday. You say, wow, I took civics in school. I remember bills are proposed by the House of Representatives, and then they're voted on and sent to the Senate, and the President signs it or not, and House and Senate can override his veto. And Supreme Court sometimes rules on the constitutionality of laws. I, I missed the whole CDC law signing rule. Yes, you did, because they have none. 
And the, and the White House knows this, by the way. They know that they are not allowed to do what they are doing. And they don't care. Because they do not care about the law. Then again, I can't absolve the Supreme Court either. Uh, our Chief Justice uh, invented a way to make Obamacare legal, which it is not legal either. So we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, Good news for some Ohio Olympians. I will share it with you next on The Bruce Willis Show.